Hi, and welcome to Loans Elevated. I'm your host, Brock Lassig, top 1% loan officers nationwide. I'll be bringing you my best tips, strategies, and industry insights to help you create wealth through homeownership. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. I want to ask you, now that the first few episodes are out, I want to hear from you guys. Is this content valuable? Is there any other details regarding home financing and wealth creation through real estate? Anything you want to know, please either comment on this video or message me on Instagram. I would love your feedback. But today's episode is house hacking. So this is somewhat of a broad term and a term that maybe could go uh, many different ways. So I'm gonna dive into a few different ways that I believe are house hacking uh, that allow you to amplify your wealth through homeownership through simple, simple strategies. First one is what I call, it's very simple, buy rent, buy rent. And what this strategy is, is as a homeowner, you can purchase a primary residence. And primary residence is so important because it allows you to put the least amount of money down and offers the best possible financing terms, as opposed to, for example, an investment property, which of course you could also rent. But the trick here is you buy a primary residence and as on the legal documents of that home, you will sign with the intent to occupy for 12 months. So you buy that home with, let's just say 5% down, perhaps even less, sometimes 0% down. But let's just say you buy that home with 5% down, you live in it for one year. Theoretically, you could move out by another primary residence with another 5% down. So very limited down payment. Most investment properties require about 20 to 25% down. This enables you to buy it with 5% down and certain programs even allow you to buy multi-unit properties, meaning like a two or a three or a fourplex property as your primary home with as little as three and a half percent down. So you can get these properties, very quality terms, and then in a year, turn around, buy a new primary residence, rent the first one out that you just bought with these optimal loan terms and use that rental income to qualify. So you don't need to qualify for two monthly payments. So this is a, an amazing strategy to over time build yourself a portfolio of rental properties with very limited investment and optimal loan terms. That one is incredible. Something I wish I would have known when I first got in this industry. And when I was younger, you know, I sold the properties I bought. I wish I would have known this, that I could have just rented these, included the rental income and continued accumulating this portfolio because it, you know, that appreciation over time is outstanding. The amounts are literally for me and my personal situation would be hundreds of thousands of dollars to my bottom line net worth today and probably nearly $2,000 in residual income had I done that. But unfortunately, I didn't. So I'm coaching you and hopefully giving you the information so you can learn from that mistake of mine. Uh, the second one is if if you're a person that doesn't want to acquire a portfolio of investment properties, but you want to invest in real estate, you want to create wealth through real estate, and you don't just, you know, I guess the, the TV shows and everything we hear glamorizes this whole idea. And that's what this episode's all about. It's about simplifying the idea of wealth through homeownership, being a real estate investor. That's what this episode's about. And if you just simply buy a home, and let's say you don't qualify for the dream home or the perfect home or whatever the case is, 
You just buy whatever you could afford today, limited down payment, and ride the wave of appreciation. We're in an incredible market here in Utah, nationwide really, but I'm based in Utah, and Utah is an incredible market and, and is expected to be for the next probably decade. But you buy a home, you occupy that home for two years. And by occupying that home as your primary residence for two years, at least as the current tax code sits today, and as a disclaimer, I'm not a tax professional, you should talk to a tax professional to validate all this information. But this is how I understand it. You live in the home for two years. So you purchase the home, live in it for two years, ride that wave of appreciation, which we are seeing even still today on a trend of about 15% year over year appreciation. So let's just say it's a $400,000 home. 15% per year is going to be about $60,000 per year in equity. And that equity is obviously not liquid, right? It's in the home. So two years down the road, you sell that home. Theoretically, you've got north of 100,000 bucks in legitimate equity after paying realtor fees and everything in this home. You sell that home two years later and it should be tax-free. There's exemptions for homeowners and single people get a $250,000 exemption on capital gains. Married people get a $500,000 exemption. That's what you need to confirm with your tax professional for your specific situation. But in this scenario, you walk out of that prop, uh, out of that property, selling it with north of $100,000 cash in your pocket. That enables you to now go pay off the other debt you've accumulated. The student loans, I guess, if they still exist after the administration handles their things. But you pay off any debt and simplify your financial situation. Perhaps reinvest some of that money into an IRA or into the stock market. Or if you're debt free and you, you're already in a really quality financial position, this would enable you to possibly turn one property and the equity you receive out of that property into two because you can buy a new primary very limited down payment, sometimes even 0%, and reinvest the other portion into an investment property, for example. So this is a way to just leverage real estate properly and strategically with a plan that allows you to really amplify your wealth creation through the homeownership, uh, through homeownership. So the third component is maybe a little more complicated, but I meet with a ton of clients and many of them are millennials. And what I find in my personal business, the millennial clientele is the millennial home buyer is ex very well qualified, more qualified than, you know, they want to be, they don't want to be spending as much as they could spend on a home is, is essentially the point. And what I talk to a lot of them about is say you want a $400,000 home because that fits your desire for how much you want to spend per month on your housing. Well, this is a little hack that enables you to leverage the qualifications that you've worked so hard for, both by way of, you know, getting good credit scores, saving cash, having a good quality job after you get done with school, um, you know, getting being debt free. That's what I see commonly in the millennial homebuyers today. So instead of buying that $400,000 house, you buy what you can qualify for. Say that's a $650,000 house, for example. That $250,000 delta is going to enable you to buy a much, much nicer home. And you may not want a nicer home, right? It's all about payment and, and affordability and freedom of life and being able to travel, all these things that are important to us. However, the trick is this, that $250,000 enables you to buy maybe a home with like a mother-in-law apartment that is a lockout basement that you don't, you won't occupy, you won't use, the home is way too big and the top level would be suitable for you and if you have a family, your family. 
but then you rent out the basement because there's nothing in a primary residence loan, at least most of them, that disables you from renting out a portion of the property, whether it be rooms within the property or a basement in this example, and amplifying your buying power and using it to your advantage, not just limiting your purchasing abilities because of the payment you want to spend. So that $250,000 Delta would result in a payment that is maybe 1500 bucks a month more on the house. And in this scenario, you would theoretically qualify for that, but you don't want to be obligated to that 1500 bucks a month. So now you turn around and rent either rooms or the basement and rent rates are going through the roof in our market and really around the nation, they're going through the roof. So you could prop, I mean, from my experience, I'm seeing people rent basement apartments out in this way for easily 12, 15, 1800 bucks a month. So you could cover the gap and acquire this more expensive home. And why is the more expensive home important? Well, if home prices are appreciating at whatever percent it is, let's just say 10% per year, well, that extra 250 grand you spent, which in theory is not costing you anything because the renter is now paying for it, is appreciating at 25,000 additional dollars per year to your bottom line net worth. That is massive, massive wealth creation. And this could also be coupled with the whole idea of people renting properties out and then subleasing them for Airbnb, for example. Now, there's city ordinances and different things that could provide restrictions to this. But this is a really great way to not only create the cash flow revenue from the Airbnb, but now also own that real estate and, and enjoy the appreciation and the wealth creation through that, not just the cash flow. So these are the three best ideas that I've got for house hacking. If there's anything you want to know, I know I went fast and this is a lot of information. Your situation could differ from everybody else's. I would love to help walk you through what your options are specifically and talk about these in more depth. So please hit me up if there's any questions you have. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Loans Elevated. To stay up to date on all industry news, please follow us on all platforms at Loans Elevated or at Brock Lassig. If you're interested in learning more about what your financing options are, please reach out to me and my team at 801-713-4000 or visit applywithbrock.com. I look forward to working with you.